scoliosis. Did you? I still do. You do? You don't look like it. Exactly. <laughs> you don't look like a scoliosis person to me. So what's the problem with scoliosis? Let's say you have a kid with scoliosis. There's a question right there. Because right now you can jump in there and do something about it. Uh, the problem with scoliosis as a kid and, and developmentally why you get it is a diet deficient in uh, connective tissue. Huh. And so the best thing for the kid to eat for the scoliosis would be pigtails because the pigtails are filled with vertebral disc and all the building blocks his body needs to make a nice straight spine. And then, of course, you want to give the kid exercises where he does forward bends, lateral bends, and back bends. And so you want to really exercise the spine and keep it uh, limber. But feed him pigtails. About, like if, it's a, if it's a kid, I would say two pigtails a week. Even an adult, two pigtails a week is good. So you can actually buy pigtails somewhere? Yeah. Uh, definitely overcook the pigtails for sure because uh, then everything will dissolve and you won't really, you know, perceive it. The other thing about pigtails is they come salted or unsalted. For this application, it doesn't matter. But if you get salted, let them soak in water overnight. Throw away the water so they're not overly salty when you cook them. They taste great with beans. Uh, from the great state of New Jersey. That's where you used to live, right? Mm -hmm. That's where you used to live? No. N New York? New York. New York, no. Yeah. Well, it's in the same crazy neighborhood, you know, up there. Wow. Yes, yes. Uh, let's see. This is um, no age here, but he's uh, six years, uh, a lot of severe chronic neuropathy down both calves and into my feet. Going on six years. Been in many doctors, pain management, doctors, Currently on Subtex and Lyrica. I've had two oh. failed surgeries. Wow. I've tried ordering uh, some of your sulfur on Amazon, but I want to get it directly from you. I'm not sure the sulfur is going to solve that problem, but you know, you can take it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'd love to tell you it's going to, but I don't think so. So, so what is this fellow going to do here? What's he got going on? We don't have a whole lot of information here right. about. Uh, his like diet personal habits right but you should go to uh, vitalitycycles.com download the candida cleaner report follow that diet the follow the instructions ah, okay the candida cleaner diet it's on your website yes. right right yes but he also wants to follow the whole program get the bowel movements get the water follow the diet okay so he's done that that should give him at least a 50% improvement in his uh, situation. Wow. Yeah. So once he's got that, uh, the Lyrica, well, any pain relief drugs, he should just taper off, right? Because the pain's less. And then um, definitely do take the turpentine. If that takes care of it 100%, which a lot of times it does, then stop there. If it does not, then he can add... Um, I would add liver at that point, uh, plus or minus brain, and that will do it. Well, well, yeah. Well, what's the once you get to that point? What's the turpentine going to do, Doc? Uh, so now, what has really happened is uh, he started off with maybe just a little bit of accumulation of toxins around yeah. the, the nerves. Yeah, right. Maybe it's a little malnutrition bad shoes whatever but that's progressed now where the parasites have made a home and they're literally multiplying oh. yeah 
So the turpentine will get rid of that situation. So that's why you've said in the past that this turpentine is not going in and killing parasites. It's going in and kind of as a solvent, cleaning out the sludge and toxins, which the parasites yeah. are having for dinner, right? Correct. But also, the parasites are aware of the turpentine. They're like, oops, we got to go. Time to go. <laughs> We're out of here. <laughs> We're out of here. Out Sorry, of here. we picked the wrong host. <laughs> That's funny. Please let us leave peacefully. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Wow. Oh, let's see. Where are we? <clears throat> oh, here we go. James in, is in Australia. Wow. Hi, James. Does Dr. Daniels have any suggestions on how to best approach first signs of dementia or COVID mm -hmm. Pfizer plus two boosters plus local flu shot? Wow. It's his dad. Has a permanent urinary catheter for the past 12 oh. months after a prostate bladder blockage in June 21 caused a hardened bladdery He's got all these things going on, atrial fibrillation. He recovered well. Then he got a flu shot. He's, he's kind of receptive to intervention, but has, a, and, but has a strong will to live and has even maintained his uh, attitude, if that's possible with all this. <laughs> wow. He's got a lot going on, but he wants to help his dad get out of the weeds. So here. let us just first pause and not blame any shots or injections. Maybe they didn't help. <laughs> But this guy was heading down this path anyway. So there's a lot of uh, stuff his father is doing wrong or has done wrong, sure. which led to the prostate cancer, the blockage, and the AFib and whatever. But that's water over the dam. What I'm trying to say, I'm not trying to say the, the shots are healthy or anything. What I am saying is the anger, resentment, and blame directed towards the shot is damaging to his father's health. Yeah. So we need to just let go of that. So what else are we going to do? It would be nice if we just go to vitalitycycles.com, get the report, follow it. However, he needs to add brain. That would be cow brain. Actually, pig brain does work too. And the dose is two ounces a day. He can eat more if he wants, but two ounces a day. Now, brain is pretty serious stuff. So before he takes a brain, he needs to make sure he's hydrated, make sure he's pooping three times a day, make sure he's eating lots of vegetables. So get the report from the website, vitalitycycles.com. Follow that. Then what you want to do is you want to add the brain. Um, and brain, you can't just eat brain. You have to eat, you've got to eat some kind of carb. Let me recommend rice or potatoes. You have to eat some kind of vegetable, anything green will do, cooked, and a couple of leaves of lettuce. <laughs> um, that's what you've got to eat to with the brain. And then you've got to drink plenty of water. He's got a catheter in place, so drinking water shouldn't be a problem. And that'll do it. Once he starts feeding his father brain, he will notice in, uh, a sore in IQ about day three. Hmm. Sore in IQ. Yeah, that's great. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. I think he's a genius. So my mother came back from the um, 
skilled nursing facility. I said, Mom, it's a nursing home. It was a skilled nursing facility. Hmm. Came up. Mm -hmm. So she was quite loopy and demented. And we did not have the capability of dealing with, it, with an Alzheimer's demented individual. So we just fed her brain. And literally, she recovered in three days. Now she's 91 years old. Can you believe it? And she eats her brain about, mm, I would say, once, once a week. Hmm. She eats her brain. And, you know, she's got her personality quirks. Everybody does, especially when you're 91, right? Because you're kind of talking out of the way things were 60 years ago. Why can't these young kids get their act together? Right. Sure. Okay. Yeah. She is rational. She forms complete sentences. She forms thoughts. She can communicate. And, you know, it's... Wow. She's got problems, but Alzheimer's not one of them. That's all, and that's all changed with the cow brain. Yeah. Wow. That I think in her case, we were not able to get cow brain. We gave her pig brain. Oh. Huh. Well, yeah. pigs have brains too, you know. A lot of animals have brains, but pig and cow brain work <laughs> for this application. <laughs> that's right. Here is uh, uh, Malinia. Do uh -huh. you do you guys? Do you guys? You're not a guy, but do you guys have any recommendations? <laughs> you guys have any recommendations on advice to help me wean, wean wean myself off of coffee? Oh, yeah. So we have to ask why are you taking coffee? So let me just answer that question for you. There's only two reasons to drink coffee: one, for the energy to get you started in the morning, or two, because you like the flavor. If you like the flavor, then Caffrey, K-A-F-F-R-E-E, -E, which is roasted chicory, is an excellent substitute. That's yeah, pretty Caffrey. good. Pretty good. Yeah, very good. If it's getting getting going, you need to eat liver. And so what coffee does is coffee stimulates the adrenal glands to release more energy-producing hormones. But the real problem, the reason you need to give the adrenal glands that kick in the butt, it's because you have a deficiency of these energy-producing hormones. So liver will get rid of that deficiency, the underlying problem. So if she eats liver 4 to 12 ounces every day for, you know, 4 or 5 days, then what she's going to know is she can get up and get going in the morning without, without the coffee. Hmm. Other advice on coffee. So coffee, if you throw it suddenly, many people will get a coffee headache. So what you do is you make your coffee as usual, just brew it up, don't drink it, though. At the first sign of a headache, take a tablespoon, and that's it. And if you keep doing that, then in about a week, you'll be off the coffee without the headache side effect. Mm -hmm. Here's a mom with a daughter, um, 11, 84 pounds, 4'11". Uh, a lot of kids um, have strep throat right now, and I've heard Dr. Cowan talk about that there's, that, that throat is trying to heal, so leave it alone. I have colloidal silver, iodine spray, and mushroom capsules. Wondering if that would be helpful. What's the question? The question? The kids got, Is this little girl sick or healthy? Oh, she's got strep throat as we speak. That's not what I understand. What I understand is other kids have strep throat. Her kid is going to school, and she wants to know should her kid have these things. No, she's so got, she's got strep throat, too. She's got it. Kids right. got strep throat. Oh, yeah. She just put in there that the kids at school have it. That's irrelevant. So, the kid's got strep throat. Kid got the strep throat from you feeding him cheese, by the way. Oh. Cheese is made and fermented with strep. Look it up. 
I, I, I was amazed. So I noticed all of my strep throat kids in my practice were heavy, heavy cheese eaters. All right, so we found out the cause. Cut the kids, stop giving the kid cheese. Or really stop all the dairy. All right, so we got that taken care of. And uh, 11-year-old, 86 pounds, I would give the kid um, two to three garlic capsules three times a day um, and give him a sage, a leaf of sage to chew on. That's it. Strep throat will be gone in two days. Hmm. What's the garlic doing? So it gets rid of the uh, the uh, infection. It's, it's basically a natural antibiotic. Unlike the other antibiotics, it really works. But some people think that this infection is not that. It, the body's trying to heal the throat from damaged tissue. Whatever. I told you what worked. It Whatever. works. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> well, I can tell you. I use it in my medical practice. I totally stopped using penicillin. Everybody came with, medical, with, with strep throat or sore throat. They got their garlic and their sage. Bam, done. Two days. Back to normal. Gotcha. That's all I can tell you. Dr. Daniel, some say eating liver can be very toxic. Is that possible? Some say. Some say. They don't have a name. They're not representing it. Okay, I get it. A rumor. A rumor. Anything can be toxic. So if you like the best liver, the best liver is from a uh, young cow that uh, has not had antibiotics or other chemicals during your lifetime. But if you're not so fortunate to get that kind of liver, then you can just soak your liver in milk, it pulls the toxins out, and then rinse your liver, pat it dry, and cook it however you want. Our second part of our question is, do you think STD testing is accurate? I think we've covered that one today. No, not at all. Okay. Uh, what causes sepsis, and how should hospitals treat it? So sepsis in hospitals is caused by the hospital putting in plastic catheters into the person's body. Yow. Yeah, and they know how to treat it by not putting the catheters in. They've done the research. Now, why would they not follow their own research? Well, because each catheter they put in they get another one to $10,000 for. So if they stop putting in these catheters and you, people stop getting sepsis, the hospitals will go bankrupt. They answer the question. Yeah, I think so. Here's Bianca. Um, wow, it's a long one. Let me see if I can encapsulize it a little bit. Will we find a question mark somewhere? Oh, we're going to try to find it in there. Got a bunch of blood tests, allergy tests. Um, Came so if I have the question, I can focus on the question while I'm listening to all the okay. tests. Okay, came positive yeah. for dust mites. So, um, What's our question? Um, you know, main sinus is head pressure and our head sinus, stuff like that. Hay fever. Uh -huh. Yeah, so not sure where it all came from. I did have a COVID, the flu. I did have COVID for the flu back in 20. January 21, my heart forehead feels full all the time. Sometimes have this slight scalp burning sensation. Wow. Yeah, started with the old maxillary sinus, an allergy test. That's where it all started. Okay, all right. So again, the allergy tests are all bogus as well. So the medical industrial complex itself, look it up. They claim that those allergy tests are no more than 50% accurate. In other words, half the thing to say you're allergic to, you're not really allergic to. Sorry. So, 
allergy testing is not a reasonable thing to do because they're so inaccurate. Then obviously if the allergy testing is inaccurate, certainly the allergy treatment can't possibly work, work because, well, you weren't allergic. So are we talking about a sinus problem here? Is that basically what we're talking about? Yeah, head pressure or that kind of thing. Sinus problem is what she's still got going on. Yeah. She should stop her sugar, all sweeteners, artificial or otherwise. Stop the sugar, stop the wheat, and stop the dairy. Well, Stop it. Stop all it. of it. Yes. Stop it. Next, next, you should invest in something called a neti pot, N-E-T-I pot. First thing she should do is throw away the instructions, toss them. Uh, take one quart of distilled water, add two teaspoons of salt, uh, you want to dissolve the salt, and then you fill the neti pot. The neti pot is only going to hold about a cup of water. And you pour it through one nostril, then the other nostril, then back to the first nostril, and then through the second nostril. And it'll pull out a whole bunch of slime, it'll take care of her uh, symptoms. And then she just keeps doing this every day. And after a while, she won't need to do it anymore, especially if she stops the sugar, wheat, and the dairy. Hmm. I just want to mention, people have asked today a lot of questions, and I've given out a lot of recipes and formulas and whatever. Sure. But on my website, there is a home healers course, which tells you all about how to diagnose and heal yourself. It has all of my recipes and formulas in there and everything. And included in that, that's a 10-unit thing, but included in that is uh, several units of question answers where people have, where I've answered, and it's been recorded, a lot of questions about the Home Healers course that people have asked, and that will also help you use the course more effectively. Personally, the course is filled with information I personally use, and it saved me over $200,000 in health insurance premiums and health care expenses. VitalityCycles.com. I have it there on the screen. There you go. Home Healers Course. Oh, yes. And Very you, nice. too, <laughs> can play doctor at home, just like you used to do when you were a kid. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, me. Another phone call. Good morning. Who's this? Hello? Well, that went well. Yeah, next one. Next one. Uh, are H spots, or liver spots, a detox reaction to an overloaded liver, are they caused by something else? <laughs> well, let's be blunt here. Your age spots are literally you wearing your poop on your face. Oh, good. Exactly. So because you did not put it in the toilet, your immune system said, hmm, hmm. we've got it someplace hmm. else. I wonder how we could get her attention. <laughs> And so your immune system literally puts these the poop on your face, on your skin. So this is why I don't have any spots. Because I put my poop in the toilet. And again, that's the whole story behind Vitality Capsules, which are available at VitalityCycles.com. <laughs> but that's what eight spots are, liver spots are. It's a very polite way of saying that you are SHIT-faced. So it, it just it just comes it just comes out there because it's not going yeah. out where it's supposed to. That's funny. Yeah. Here's a boy, young chap, 36, fairly good health, yeah. but sensitive mm -hmm. to certain foods. I sometimes get bloating, brain fog, anxiety, uh, restlessness, flatulence, and other symptoms from foods like milk, eggs, shellfish, MSG, even drinking collagen powder makes me feel like my throat is 
inflamed, stuffed up, not sure why. Don't have, didn't have most of these symptoms before getting the oh, MMR vaccine two years ago. I suspect they're related. God. Yeah. yeah. Okay, again, people need to stand up and say, or sit down, or run away and say, no, thank you. You just have to say, no, thank you. You cannot win. So the medical industrial complex itself is they've done these studies. I've not done any studies. They've done the studies. Sure. For every medicine they get you to take, you'll incur at least three times as much in side effects in terms of dollars. Hmm. And so they, they can get you to take anything, just an aspirin a day, anything. Then that gets you on this exponential curve of three to the n power, right? Three times three times three times right. three times three. Right. Okay. All right. So what's the answer? The answer is liver wrapped in bacon. Whoa. And then I'll obviously have that with some, yeah, have that with some uh, rice and maybe green beans or zucchini or something green. So salt, pepper, liver, onions, and in this case you need some bacon, I can see. And yeah, that'll take care of it. It's pretty cool. So doctor, what are you saying? Well, I'm saying that because of deficiency in cholesterol, and saturated fat and uh, protein, your body is not able to maintain boundaries. And so when you eat something, it goes where it shouldn't go. And you're interpreting it as allergies. That's not, it's really good. Sean wants to know, um, I use milk thistle, seems to be helping mm -hmm. my liver. Is there, and this, is there anything else that I can do to keep uh, my liver well and happy? Well, what he did not tell me is what, how does he know his liver is not healthy? What's I, remaining? I don't needs know. To be handled. I don't exactly. Know. So the only thing else you could do, let's say he's taking milk thistle. We don't really know why, but we know it, that whatever it is, is better. Again, back up and make sure you're pooping three times a day. So when that milk thistle gets the liver to do its work, by detoxing your blood, that stuff you detox can go to the toilet and not stay in your body and become a problem. So make sure you're pooping three times a day. You can check out Vitality Capsules at VitalityCycles.com. Also, make sure you're drinking enough water and that that water is either reverse osmosis or distilled. And you can just take your weight, divide it by 60 pounds, and that's how many quarts or liters of, of water a day you should drink. Mm -hmm. So those are two things you can do that would really uh, boost his results. Uh, thank you for the ginger wash. For cataracts, last week I started getting double vision when both eyes are open. Uh, is it possible the ginger wash will help? And does the fogginess get worse before it gets better? Hmm. So did he start using a ginger wash? Yeah, I, already I, I no? believe so. No, it feels like it. Yeah, yeah. But well, they don't know for sure. Thank you for the ginger wash for cataracts. I think so. Last week, though, they start getting double vision. And they're, they're still foggy with the ginger wash. Wants to know if that gets better before it gets, or worse before the it gets The ginger wash is making him worse. He should stop it. Let's no, be clear. Just stop it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what should you do instead? <laughs> Vicks Vapor Rub. Vapor Rub. I don't like recommending it because it's painful. <laughs> yeah, it stings But a, a very, very small amount, like the size of the head of a pin. Put that in each eye. I would recommend at night when you're in bed, just put it in there, plank, swirl around, and then um, 
you can gradually increase, increase as you want to. But what you should notice with the, with the VIX, that's a very small dose. You won't notice anything. But as you increase the dose, you'll notice that the cloudiness clears up. Um, Benjamin says, your diet works great to reduce blood sugar. However, I need to get 20 pounds. Uh, oh, I need to gain 20 pounds, not lose weight. Uh, did the, did, I did find that the rice and oats raise my, my levels. So I avoid those. Oh, the rice and the oats raise the blood sugar level, but what else can I do to not raise my blood sugar and gain weight? That's what he's asking. Uh, potatoes. Potatoes. But, yeah, potatoes. But put, uh, add some liver to his diet that will help him with his weight. And the liver lowers your blood sugar. So add some liver and um, he can actually have the liver with the rice and see if that mitigates the effect of the rice. The other thing you can do is the potatoes that he adds, you can add uh, sweet potatoes and again, eat it with meat. Now, the other thing is what about his activity level? Maybe he should just increase his activity level slightly, nothing huge, just maybe a walk around the block. But as I say, meat and potatoes. Meat and potatoes, <laughs> baby. Um, now put weight on you, yes, meat and potatoes. Uh, what was the free healing stone free healing stone that dr daniels was offering on a recent sale did you have a free healing stone oh you have to go check info at vitalitycycles.com they can help you info at vitalitycycles.com info at vitalitycycles.com oh okay cool yeah i think we have a telephone good morning who's this hello Hey, Patrick, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Who's this? It's Tammy. I'm sorry I called back again, but I think I realized why people aren't registering immediately when you say hello and think that it's them that's up next. It's just my guess, but um, when I've participated in like other apps or whatever, I don't know what it's called technology-wise, um, some people have um, certain systems you call in and there's multiple people on hold, and so they'll say like, the phone number. Well, that's okay. Let's not go through all that. No, we don't have. No, we just, I'm just have. Just letting you know that we just when have, you say hello, it, it doesn't sound like you're right there close to the phone. So I don't think people know they're okay. on yet. They think they're just listening to a show. All right. Okay. So just, okay. You can't tell the difference. Okay. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Well. Whatever. <clears throat> no. Um. Please ask Doctor Daniels what she thinks of everyone blaming all the symptoms to mold. Do you believe in testing for each mold strain in our body? Shouldn't toss everything. Should I toss everything and leave? Oh, then rather than testing for a bunch of different kinds of mold, should I just toss all the moldy stuff, I guess is what she's asking. Yeah, the testing is, uh, is again, I explained the testing. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty bogus. So once you go down the testing path, you're just going down a chemical path. Yeah. And they use the test as an excuse. So, yes, throw out all the moldy stuff, for God's sakes. And, um, you know, use whatever mold abatement thing you can use, like vinegar or bleach or whatever. But I would toss everything moldy. Um, and you, and it, it's, it's, it's going to be an uphill battle. You're going to have to wash down um, the furniture, maybe even the walls. 
with vinegar or bleach pretty much daily, weekly, whatever, you might want to consider changing your living situation. In other words, moving to a situation that doesn't have mold or um, opening your house up so that it can breathe and get more air. So we're entering in the States a cold uh, season. Many people are kind of sealing their house off and that causes mold yeah, to grow. growth. Yeah. Mold, mold growth yeah. Just a quick thing too to Tammy, sorry to cut you off, but you know, I've been doing uh, talk shows for 50 years and I'll guarantee you almost 99% of the time when people uh, can't, don't say hello, it's because they're listening to the radio or they're listening to their computer or they're just not paying attention. Nine out of 10 people hear me just fine. So that's my experience. I just didn't feel like going through all that while you're on the phone. Okay, is turpentine almost as effective without the sugar as with the sugar at the very least I would just expect it to be an excellent solvent for removing toxins from the body. With or without sugar, does it matter? Go to vitalitycycles.com and get your free report, Candida Cleaner. It tells you all about it. Oh. And your story is turpentine without the sugar is much more toxic. So in that report, I do give you alternatives to taking turpentine without the sugar or using it without the sugar. But the sugar is actually a huge safety factor. Uh-huh. Um, on one of the shows, you talked about a tabbouleh salad for bad breath. Did you? Did you talk about that? No, I don't. Well, mean, tabbouleh, the main ingredient in tabbouleh is lemon juice, so it certainly will get rid of. Also, bad cilantro breath. isn't it? Cilantro as well. Cilantro. Uh, no, it calls for parsley. Oh, parsley. But parsley so, can be helpful as well. Yeah, uh, parsley. All right, parsley. So the classical tabbouleh recipe is with parsley, but the point is, it's lots of lemon juice, which is. Excellent for bed. For breath thing. Um, I have a family. I have a family number. A number. I have a family member experiencing member. <laughs> experiencing <laughs> numbness in the sole of the right foot, and they have a HbA1c of eight point six, despite. Maintaining the low carbs. What? Oh, an, a, an A1C, sorry. Hemoglobin A1C. Yeah, there, so we it, don't really know what the blood sugar is, but if the hemoglobin A1C is 8.1. That's a lot. That's a lot, right? Well, no, no, no. no? Let's, let's bring ourselves down to earth. We're certainly talking a blood sugar under 200 for sure. So, um, but, the, but again, the numbness in their foot is from that. So what they need to do is really redouble their efforts. Again, go to vitalitycycles.com. Download the Candida Clinic Report, follow the diet, exactly. And literally, it will cure their type 2 diabetes. Literally. Mm. literally. Here's a lady. She has a son who's 16 and cannot fully strength, uh, straighten his arm. I was only recently made aware of this. He says it's never been the same after an elbow fracture seven years ago. Is it too late to correct this with diet or stretching or something else? Wow. Well, we don't really know why uh, the arm is bent. Somebody's, somebody's trying to Skype you. Yeah. Uh, can you see me still? Yeah, we can see. Okay, great, because I can't really see you. <laughs> oh, where are we? I have no idea where you are. I can't even see you. Well, we, we're on, so uh, don't worry about me, baby. We can see you. It's all that counts. Okay, so straight distracted. Yeah, straight elbow. Yeah. 
We don't know why the elbow is bent. It's well, she said it was ever since a uh, elbow no, fracture. No, no, no. I'm, I mean, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. We don't know if it's a tendon problem or a bone problem. Ah, okay. We don't know. So if it's a tendon problem, then it can be re uh, reversed nicely by um, applying heat, increasing the tendons in his diet, which would be, I like beef tendons, can't get those, ham hocks, and then um, taking his arm and um, straightening it with heat applied, because it seems pretty stiff to him at the moment. But once you apply heat and he's eating those tendons, he will find that uh, it'll increase the range of motion if it's a tendon problem and not a bone problem. It's difficult to say which it is. Even if you do x-rays, you still can't tell because you don't know if that bone is bent because the tendons are so short or what it is. But if it is reversible, that's the way it would be reversed. Nothing like being born with short tendons, you know? I mean, it's always something on earth, isn't it? No, I mean, he broke his elbow. He no, I know. I was just being silly. Um, so... Um, I got lost too now. Yeah, you lose your screen. It's like, geez. and I was like, "Whoa!" Then you got to let's see. Aaron says, "When I wake up in the morning, my eyesight is super blurry. After I get uh -huh. out of the bed, and my eyesight seems to improve a lot. Should I be using your ginger eye wash or Vaseline to improve my eyesight? What exactly is the ginger wash doing to improve one's eyesight? Great question." The ginger wash dissolves that film that he's waking up with. So he won't wake up with the film. Okay. Uh, so, oh, go ahead. Yeah, that's that. So basically, hmm. he's waking up, he's got a film over his eyes, and as he goes through the day, as he blinks, it removes that film. And so the ginger wash would do, if he did it, say, before he went to bed, is it would wash his eyes out and hydrate his eyes. That's another thing. It's a symptom of dehydration in his eyes. So if he leaves it alone, this doesn't do anything about it. What's going to happen over the next uh, month or two or three is he's going to start noticing he's got um, a little pain in his eyes or that the, the cloudiness will last longer. And the solution is the ginger wash to hydrate the eyes. Ginger wash. Again, uh, quickly, the recipe is, go ahead and do that again. 15 slices of ginger, a uh, cup and a half of water, simmer 10 minutes, strain. What I do at that point is I take a teaspoon of that concentrate, add it to a cup of water, and use that right. in an eye cup, two eye cups, one each eye, to uh, wash my eyes. Yeah. It's okay, sweetie. It's just the Amazon guy. No problem. She can hear him. <laughs> she goes, woof, woof, woof. Uh, to, um, I'm trying to call. It just rings. Let's see. Hold on. Hello? Hi. 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 Who's hi. this? Hi. Hi. Oh, hi. My name is Miriam. Um, I wanted to ask, hi. hi, I wanted to ask about fat malabsorption. Um, I'm like one of those body types where I eat, I can eat carbs. Um, and it doesn't go into fat. Uh, I noticed that the only way I can gain weight is by exercising. Mm. So I cannot retain any fat, and I wonder, and my kids are like this too, I wonder if, if is there something we can do so that we can get some fat on our bodies? 
What kind of fat are you eating? Uh, avocado, the healthy fats, um, avocado, olive oil, extra olive oil. Sometimes we do call liver oil, salmon, um, caviar. Hmm. Um, sometimes we'll do like a lamb, um, and we do chicken broth. So it's the type of fat you're eating. None of those fats are going to help you. Huh? You've got to eat beef fat. We're talking bacon, thick sliced bacon. Or uh, you can eat beef spare ribs, but you've got to, you know, really get some fat from an animal bigger than you. So I would say, uh, yeah, get rid of the uh, avocado oil for sure. Get rid of the olive oil. Stop oh, the fish. Okay. God. Yeah, uh, all these uh, cod, li cod liver oil. How big is a codfish, right? You're not going to grow on that. So you've got to eat either pig fat or beef fat. And I would recommend eating it attached to the muscle. So the, the piece of the pig would be the ham hock. That will put weight on you. The piece of the, uh, the cut of the beef would be uh, beef short ribs. Okay. And is, this, and, and is this kind of fat that we're taking from this pork and things like that, is that really mm -hmm. desirable for like a healthy body though? Do we, in my Absolutely. other question, do I Absolutely. definitely need that kind of fat? Because I feel yep, very healthy be, and I'm constantly yes. energetic. My kids are energetic. So I didn't think I had a problem, you but all my friends... Anything, have... Don't change anything. But if you want to gain weight, I just told you how. But, but yeah. come on, okay. Nadell, let me interject here. I mean, I think we've pretty much proven that fat doesn't make us fat. It's the carbs and sugar, right, Doc? Well, there's lots of things that make you fat. But again, she wants to gain weight. We just told her how. Okay. These fats that she's eating are long-term uh, going to produce osteoporosis and other chronic ailments. She feels fine now. She doesn't want to change anything. Don't change anything. But mm. if she wants to gain weight, those are the fats to eat that I told her that will cause the weight gain. Gotcha. Uh, something bigger than we are, not a chicken, but a buffalo or, <laughs> or, a, fish. or a mastodon <laughs> or something like that. So. Yes. And Carla, you okay, should check out this X3 thing for uh, building muscles. It's really cool. It's on our website. Really, yes. Really cool. Okay, thank you thank so you. much. Oh, you're welcome so much. You're welcome. You're Bye. welcome so much. Yeah, I, you know, I just live on fat, and I just stay at 122 no matter what I do. You know, it's just... Uh. Now, I used to um, eat all of these fats. Yeah. Like when I was in my whole uh, vegan health food, whatever... I would eat all these different vegetable oils, and it's really not a good idea. They don't get it. Avocado, olive oil, which you mentioned, right? Well, the, no. Your body has fats. It's 50% saturated fat, 50% unsaturated fat. That's what your cell membranes are made up of. And so when you eat olive oil, olive oil of the vegetable oils has the best ratio, closest to 50-50, mm -hmm. in terms of saturated and unsaturated all the other uh, vegetable oils, that coconut oil is 98% saturated fat, totally unbalanced for the human body, right? Um, then you have avocado oil, which is basically 100% um, unsaturated. So th the problem is when you eat these vegetable oils is you create an incredible uh, imbalance in your body. And so if you eat the animal fats, that would be uh, the pig fat or, I won't say pig fat, the pig tissue with the fat included so that would be like pork belly or ham hocks or if you eat the beef fat which would be um 
beef ribs, that's the fatty part I think gives the best blend that will give you strength and energy. Then it has a ratio closer to what your body needs and literally rebuilds your body. Hmm. And you don't even need to uh, do a whole bunch of exercising. You know, you can just eat some and you don't need to eat a whole lot. You can eat anywhere from an ounce to eight ounces a day, whatever it is you feel like eating. Um, so yeah, those will give you some weight gain. Now the beef cuts that will not give you weight gain, believe it or not, are the steaks. So like a uh, prime steak, uh, you won't gain weight with that. But you can <laughs> build you can build muscle with that protein though. Well, I'm just saying if you want if you're to exercising, right? control your weight, you can control it by the cut that you eat. Right. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I'm not trying to say you should eat this cut or should eat that cut. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is depending on your objective, you can eat one cut or another. One cut or another. Right. Um, wow. Small flowered willow for hair growth. Right. have been drinking two cups of the tea each day per your direction. Lots of new mm -hmm. hair growth. Wow. When does it stop? When do I stop drinking the tea? So it's working. Whatever she's doing, right? It's good. Exactly. Yeah. Small little flower is working. Uh, you stop the small little flower when you want to stop the hair growth. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> right as you can see, yeah. my hair is pretty thick. I'm 65 years old. Uh, it was not always this thick. It was thinner. And so I got my hair thick by eating natural collagen from the animal part. That would be um, pig ears, um, beef tendons. And I just noticed my hair just started woo, growing. Huh. So uh, that's another thing you can do. So small little flour, yes. But I would say add some collagen to your diet like pig ears or uh, beef tendons. And you'll see your hair growth multiply even more. And you may even find that you can stop the small willow flower now that you've kickstarted the process. And just continue to eat the um, tendons and collagen to support mm. the hair follicle. I'm kind of interested. You keep mentioning the tendons. That'd be, kind of be fun since I'm doing this resistance training. Where do you get those again? You say you got to yes. go. Can you get them at a butcher or do you think? Yes. Can you? Yes. Just ask them. Yes. You have to get them to the butcher because um, the cow shows up. It's a whole half a cow. And they cut it up. And the butcher cuts off whatever his cuts are that he has his scraps and those become ground beef. The tendons are still on the carcass. Oh. And so you've got to get a hold of that butcher and say, hey, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> oh. Could you cut off some tendons for me, please? Now, um, tendons are a main ingredient in a soup called pho, or pho, P-H-O, is how it's spelled. And so in Asian markets, they will sell, often they will sell tendons. Oh. Yeah, I guess farmer's market guys might do it. I don't know if they would do it like at a Kroger or a Safeway. They probably wouldn't allow them to sell them, but you never know. Talk to your butcher, see? You have to talk to a real butcher, a lot of those Safeway people are not real butchers. They get the meat already cut up. Right, right, right. So you want to go to a place that actually receives the carcass. Right. Yeah. Give me some of them tendons. Give me some of them tendons. Uh, is there anything that I can be done naturally to get rid of a huge amount of water in the abdomen and legs, a.k.a. A-C-C-I-T-E-S, 
It is connected to non-alcoholic liver disease. I'm guessing heart medications. Hmm. <laughs> so stop all- taking your heart medications that are causing <laughs> that your one's all yours, baby. <laughs> yeah, so this person has ascites, which is uh, water retention. Oh. And they believe it's caused by their medication. So obviously the primary thing to do is stop the medications. Um, the other thing to do, though, is you can mobilize this so, so I, I have a pretty, uh, I don't think you should get really harsh or aggressive about this. You know the cause, it's your drugs. So you want to stop taking your drugs. So the question is, what are you taking your drugs for? If you can address that underlying issue, then that would be the best way to get rid of your ascites. How do you say that? What's the name? I'm grabbing something. A-S-C-I-T-E-S, ascites. I wouldn't want anything like that. Doesn't even sound good, you know. What do you got? Oh, I got. No, a, I got ascites. Oh, no, got to get rid of that one quick. A few yes. more. A few more here. Gosh, we burned through a lot of them. Uh, how do I get rid of? Oh, more brown spots. How do I get brown spots on my face? John wants to get rid of his. I don't like mine. He said. So I have a book. Do you have the guts to be beautiful? Oh. I believe it's available at vitalitycycles.com. So if you get that book, Do You Have the Guts to Be Beautiful, and read that, follow those instructions, it literally has a formula for you to erase spots from your face. Okay. Actually, several formulas. Okay. That would be the answer. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> uh, what to do for a sore throat? I've been doing some turpentine and sugar, sage tea, garlic tea, coffee enemas. Is there anything else I can do? Yeah, I just don't do dairy way, very well. He's still got a sore throat. How long is this going on? I don't know. She doesn't say. Wow. Let's just say it's been going on for more than a week here, right? She's tried all these things. Kind of sounds like it. So if you're trying all these things, your throat is sore, then your sore throat might be due to a connective tissue deficiency. In other words, your body doesn't even have the building blocks to build you, to maintain the lining of your throat. And that can cause a sore throat. And again, that the answer to that would be the uh, beef tendons or pig ears or chicken feet. Mm-hmm. If I take ivermectin twice a month from Kathy, do I still have to take turpentine? Um, so ivermectin, there's not any medical reason to take it any more often than once a month. There's no reason. Because the half-life of the metabolites is... Uh, four days or three or four days and so five half lives is 15 days and so you, you don't want to take a drug more often than five half lives or it will actually accumulate and poison you if you read the package in for, sorry, for ivermectin everything for which it's effective the dosing is anywhere from once a year <laughs> to uh, three times a year so even once a month for ivermectin is a pretty overkill dose. All right, so that's the ivermectin. What about turpentine? So what I found was when I took ivermectin, yes, I felt better. Yes, it was great. However, it did not address uh, joint stiffness. So with turpentine, I uh, have flexible joints without any creakiness or stiffness. Mm-hmm. So that was something that ivermectin didn't do. 
and for me is important. So I take them both. I take the ivermectin once a month, and I take a turpentine anywhere from two to five times a week. Five times a week? A tablespoon? A teaspoon? I try to take it every day. I try to take it every day because I'm, I do my splits and stuff every day, and so I keep up. So it really helps to, to um, get rid of the sludge in the joints and nerve tissues and yeah. all that stuff. Wow. I should start doing yeah, that. I haven't perfect. done it for a while. Yeah, I like. To, I love to stretch. I think I'll try it. Uh, a couple more. My question is: My husband, who had the vaccine once, is on high blood pressure, antidepressants, meds, is starting to feel dizzy and questions his balance at times. An older lady friend has feelings of dizziness, questioning her balance at the same time. Who has not had the vaccine? but is in our late 70s. Any thoughts on this? But please don't suggest eating pig ears, feet, or brains because he won't eat that. <laughs> well, I'll clear that one up pretty quick. <laughs> uh, well, the brain probably would help him, but really, um, he can take a much simpler approach. You can just go to vitalitycycles.com, download the Candida Cleaning Report, and just follow that diet, and that's going to help him. Uh-huh. And then he also need yeah, just follow that because that's going to, if it's a hydration issue, it'll address that. If it's a toxicity issue, it'll address that. And um, that would be the best way, I think, for him to go. And none of those animal products are recommended mm-hmm. in that report. So, good. Here's another Nancy, not the same one. I have a, I'm not overweight, but I have a mm-hmm. bad bloating problems after I eat a meal, whatever it is. Well, that's strange. Actually, not really. So I've pondered this issue because a lot of people have this problem and so why don't I have bloating that's one question mm-hmm. another question would be did I ever in my life have what I would call bloating mm-hmm. well no but I did have a belly that stuck out kind of in the bottom there more than I wanted it to and what's really going on is our modern lifestyle does not discharge enough gas so between my exercising and bowel movements I literally dump two liters a day of gas whoa that's a lot of gas. That's a right? lot of gas, baby. But if you're not exercising, you know, you're not um, you're not walking, you're not doing kicks and leg lifts and all these other things, you're not expelling any normally occurring gas. People actually swallow gas. That's normal. You know, you, you swallow air. Uh, when you eat, you inhale or swallow gas. Um, when your food gets down there, the good bacteria eat it and they produce gas. The problem is you're not dis sounds like you're not discharging your gas. So, um, you know, do some leg kicks, do some sit-ups, um, you know, some torso twists and get more physically active and sit a lot less. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it sounds like that will take care of your bloating problem. So can I do a demonstration of splits? Yeah, baby, go for it. I'll do a little plug while you're getting ready. Uh, Patrick Timpone, oh, a last little plug for the uh, for the uh, um, uh, Cyber Monday thing. We've got everything on sale, 20%, 28%, 18%, 19%, kinds of stuff. It's on oneradionetwork.com. Click through our website. Click through our website uh, so we get a little commission on the deal. Anything you want. Just great, great uh, sales going on with everybody that we talk about for years. And even the sauna and stuff, stuff like that. So check it out through midnight tonight, the 28th. That would be Monday night, midnight. 
So what are you up to there? Wow, that's fun. It's just a little stretch. So before I went on today, I did my splits and everything. As you can see, I've already gotten a little bit stiff. There we go. That's crazy. Good for you. Now, what happens when you're just starting with this is when you do a split and you get down around here, you pass gas and it gets embarrassed. <laughs> and sometimes you have to jump up and go use the bathroom. It gets embarrassed, so, yeah. Yeah. So when I first started doing all this exercising, I mean, I would do like a one-hour exercise session. Like, oh, I have to stop and jump up and go to the bathroom. Sometimes it was a lot of gas and sometimes it was a lot of solid. But people's everyday activity has gotten so sedentary yeah. that they don't have a competent gas discharge program going on. I understand. I hate it when that happens, you know? Yeah, I'll show you something else. Whoops. Uh, this is a simple uh, stretch. Most people can't do it because they have a belly, but whatever. I don't know if you can see. Yeah, we can see. Okay. And just bending forward. Mm hmm Touching your toes like this. And then bring your elbows down to the floor. And bring your face, your chin to your knees. Now, again, when you first start doing these stretches, when you bend over, all the scabs will come out. <laughs> Now, I've been doing it for a while, yeah. so my tendons are all stretched out, you know. At, at least. Again, when you start, it's, and you feel so much better after the gas leaves. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. It leaves the building with Elvis. Um, but I, what you really want to know, a person really wants to know what herb they can take, and probably fennel seed would be a good fennel, one. Fennel, yeah. So fennel seed, yeah, one teaspoon, chew, and swallow, and you can repeat that 20, 30 times a day, and it'll get the gas under control. But really, the definitive answer is the activity level. We also have that fennel oil with Andreas, which is very powerful. And you can get that through our website on Andreas Fennel Oil. A couple more, then we'll go. What do HIV positive tests signal then? What is going on if a man tests positive and anyone he sleeps with tests positive? Why is that if there is no HIV virus like you just said? Okay. Um, the test is meaningless, and he may sleep with people who become who are positive, but them being positive has nothing to do with sleeping with him. Hmm. Question, part, second part of this email, why is the first herpes outbreak usually the worst, and why does it happen for some people only after sleeping with someone who has outbreaks? Now, why does it happen to people who don't sleep with anyone who has outbreaks? Yeah. Yes. So again, we have, well, first of all, what is herpes? What is the condition that they're calling herpes? That's the question. And so the condition that they're calling herpes is actually the person's internal condition of a connective tissue deficiency. When you have sex, there's friction on a mucosal surface. That friction needs to be repaired. The person has a connective tissue deficiency, they can't repair it, and you see blisters as in herpes. This is also why people who have sex with those who don't have herpes end up with a herpes outbreak. How can I have a herpes outbreak? My partner hasn't got anything. 
oh, well, you know, he has a latent infection, he hasn't got any symptoms. He's just giving you a disease that doesn't even affect him. Okay. You want to believe it? Fine. But the solution is <laughs> to have some pig ears. Um, so you want to eat, so pig skin seems to be the, the, that pig skin or chicken feet seems to be the best uh, solution. Now, you have to eat a lot of it because this blister in your skin is just a symptom that your body is deficient in connective tissue internally and it's shortchanging a lot of internal organs as well as your skin. Now, if you look at uh, genital herpes, let's take a look at genital herpes, it looks identical to shingles, which old folks get on their back or on their side. It's the exact same thing, a connective tissue dietary deficiency. So if you will eat connective tissue, you will see that it will clear up and sleep whatever you want. You're not gonna catch herpes because doesn't, yeah, it's not, doesn't this work like that. This condition of blistering doesn't transmit that way. But I, I, you can certainly see how over the years we kind of connected the sex with the herpes because we didn't know, right? And so, we, you know what I'm saying? The friction is what causes it, though, the friction. Exactly, and that's why condoms, condoms work so well, right? Because condoms reduce friction. Oh. Hmm. Well, did we get much trouble today? How do we do? Did we do all right? I think we did okay. <laughs> it's good you don't have too many listeners, so I can't get into too much trouble. It's not like, you know, it's being broadcast every place. <laughs> yeah, it's not like they put us on CNN or something like that. Because if they yeah. would, you know, you know that, that wouldn't end well. Oh, my yeah. goodness. You know, we'd be getting calls from the American Medical Association, you know. <laughs> well, they're not important. It's the other people above them that yeah, that's yeah. the problem. The boys pulling their <laughs> strings. I, I understand, girl. Okay, tell folks about what they're going to find when they go to your website. and uh, You're going to go to VitalityCycles.com. There it is. You're going to find the Home Healers course is going to teach you how to be your own doctor. Your own doctor. Um, and it has personally saved me over $200,000 in medical expense. I'm sure it will do just as much even more for you. So it allowed me to raise my three kids with no health insurance. Pretty cool. <laughs> and I can now live anywhere in the world I want and not worry yeah. if medical care is available or if I have expat insurance. So major uh, worry and finance eliminated. Check it out. Home Healers Course, VitalityCycles.com. You'll also find uh, Vitality Capsules, regular and extra strength to help you poop three times a day and get rid of toxins and help your liver work better as well. Did You'll we, also find oh, go the internationally famous Candy to Cleaner report, which tells you all about turpentine, how to take it, why to take it, and you can decide for yourself if it's for you or not. That report is actually added to the charge. Yay! Yeah, I wonder if I if if Google would let me into my calendar, we could look at December, but of course it can't. Okay, so it's the 26th, the day after Christmas. Say that again now? It's the day after Christmas. The first, the fourth Monday is the day after Christmas. And that's probably not going to be good. Do you think? I, what do you think? No. Yeah, because I'll probably take off too sometime, right? So let me get to the count. What about what about if we do the third, baby? You want to do that? Oh, okay. Let me take a look. Yeah, let me take a look too. Let me, if I get in my calendar, God, don't you love it when Google doesn't know what you and want you to please? December. Uh, oh, here we are, December. What's the third Monday, December? 
Oh, no. The third Monday in December is the 19th. And then the fourth Monday is? 26th. Yeah. We usually do Dr. Ray. P oh, no. Do you know what we could do? Yeah. Let's let's email. Can you do the 19th if we can do it? If you can do it, I can do it. Yeah, we might do that. Because I think I want to take a little time off anyway. So I will email you and see if we can work on the 19th, okay? Okie doke. Because the 26th, that's not good. Because do, do you go places and stuff like that? Well, the way they celebrate uh, Christmas here is uh, Christmas Eve, you're up until midnight. Yes. And then you don't eat. The kids open the presents at midnight. And so my grandkids, I'm helping you know, open any presents at midnight. So I got a little bit at eight so I can go to midnight open the presents. <laughs> So it's the 25th, and then all day long the 25th is festivities, and so it would be nice uh, to sleep on the yeah, 26th. It would be nice to sleep. All right, sweetie, well, I love you. Thank you so much. You're doing great, and, uh, you know, let us know if we can help with anything. Thank you. It's really, it's really, okay, you're welcome. it's really have fun having you every once a, once a month. It's very, great fun. Thank you. All right, you're welcome. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Dr. Jennifer Daniels, Patrick Timpone. It is One Radio Network. Dot com. There you go, there you go, there you go. Well, um, so we are going to take a little break here, and then we'll see you tomorrow. And Dr. Grayson Dart, he is a uh, uh, partner now with Andrew Kaufman, and I'm sure we'll have some good conversations about what he's, what he's up to with Andrew Kaufman and show me the virus people, and we'll talk about parasites. He doesn't believe in parasites at all, but some people do. But you get to choose whatever one you want to believe in. Um, so we'll do that. And then uh, Steve Falconer, who uh, probably invented the, the term um, tinfoil hatter and conspiracy theory guy. Not a good term because everything's a conspiracy. But he'll be here on Wednesday. So we'll have a fun week for you. And uh, we'll probably do a show after Steve on Wednesday. We have lots going on. And so just quick plug here before we leave you on this Monday and we'll we're going to rerun Dr. Jennifer Daniels show uh, probably around um, 1.30 or so I have a little thing I have to do probably around 1.30 and then you can watch it again um, or, or just join it from the beginning at 1.30 and then we'll put it up on BitChute and on the front page so you have a lot of opportunity she answered just Thousand, I mean, a crazy amount of emails. Um, so, okay. Uh, so we have the the uh, last of our weekend sales of this Black Friday, Cyber Monday thing happening till midnight tonight. I'm getting some emails in. People want to get the sauna, $100 off. If you do it before midnight tonight, I can get you one. Uh, and all the other things have a particular promo code on Shen Blossom, on... Um, 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 Blue Shield on Survival on the air filter purifiers. They got some really good deals on these air purifiers. They're very nice units. So if you feel in the mood to spend some money, today's to do it. You're going to get things. Uh, it's never going to be less. And then uh, little sessions, Patrick in your pocket thing, seventy-five bucks off, and then the sauna. And both of those, just email me, and uh, we'll work it out. Okay, so I will see you tomorrow, 10 o'clock. Thanks for all your support over the weekend, and 
watching all the videos and uh, buying some products. Uh, it feels like we've had some good sales going on. So, great. See you tomorrow. That's going to be 10 o'clock Central Time. OneRadioNetwork.com. Love you all. Take care. Thank you. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com.